<clears throat> Hello, and welcome back to another episode of And Other Ramblings Podcast. I'm your host, Zoe, or Zero, whichever you prefer. Um, and today I wanted to do an episode of just uncensored opinions that are all mine that I came up with yesterday while I was a passenger in a car driving back from Milwaukee. Um, not that any of that information is relevant, but, you know, I like to fill you in on the details. Anyways, so basically, I've separated it into... Things I hate, which I will explain. Some of them I won't because some of them I've just, I just hate and that's it. Um, some things that I think should be given a second chance that I like, that I think people should, you know, give it a chance, you know? And then I've got the, I, what's the things that I love. So this may be a very, very long episode. So apologies up front if you were expecting a shorter episode this is not the place for shorter episodes i don't do shorter episodes often i do them infrequently so yeah anyways let's get into it first of all something i hate i hate metal and each of these comes with a story and there's quite a few on this list that's why i say this is probably going to be a long episode because i hate metal because I tried to listen to metal for two months when I was dating my first boyfriend, and he absolutely loved metal. Metal was, like, his favorite kind of music. That was, like, all he listened to. He listened to some, like, rock on the side, but it was mostly metal. And so, like, all these songs he'd be sending me, he'd be like, listen to how good this is. Look at, listen to the fucking, like, the the guitar in the background and, like, the drums and the book. I was like, yeah, great, great. I still hate it, though. And I, I tried to love it. I tried to love it for a couple months. I put some metal songs on my playlist. I've listened I've listened to so much metal, dude. I've listened to so much metal and th- nothing nothing about it appeals to me. It just doesn't it's just sound. To, it's not music to me. Like there's even I even listened to a metal cover of like the Zelda like theme song which I quite enjoyed, but I still didn't like it because I was like, well, I like the Zelda bit, but I don't like the bit that it's metal. I don't like the metal. The metal ruins the song. <laughs> So I was like, I just don't like metal. And I've tried my best. I've tried my darndest to like it. But I just, I just don't. I'm going to be unzipping my jacket. So sorry if you can hear that. I, there's nothing I can do about that. That's just sound that's going to happen. Um, but I've tried metal. I've tried it and I just don't like it. And I'll, maybe in a couple years I'll be willing to try again. But then I think metal will have changed a little bit. I don't know. I, I just, I've tried old metal. I've tried new metal. None of it, none of it fits with me. It's, it just doesn't agree with me. Next is similar. It's also music. Drum and bass. I fucking hate drum and bass. I hate drum and bass. And I'm not afraid to say it. I hate it because it's fucking just, it's just sounds. It's like metal, but worse. It's just sounds. It's like if metal took away the singing and then it was just, just boons, boons, oons, 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 just for like ever. That's what drum and bass is. It's just oons, oons, oons and nothing else and it's no good and same the next thing is techno techno drum and bass metal all go into the same basket i don't like them and drum and bass is like all you can get in like the manchester like like clubbing scene it's like it's all drum and bass and i'm like where did actual music go can we listen to some actual music please like let me put on my 2000s playlist and let me have a good time please thank you very much like i like listening to actual music so like when like places do like like Taylor Swift night or something I'm like fuck yeah actual music and then they turn it into a drum and bass remix I'm like whoa what are you doing you're ruining a perfectly good song like I'm like these songs are great as they are why are you fucking it up stop that <laughs> okay next thing I hate Millie Bobby Brown I don't really have a reason to hate her I just don't like her I I don't know why I think that she's just kind of annoying um sorry Millie Bobby Brown nothing personal I just don't, I think if I met her in real life, I wouldn't like her. I think I'd find her annoying and a bit of an attention seeker. And I just, I just don't like her. I just don't like Millie Bobby Brown. And I don't like any of the things that she's been in. I don't watch Stranger Things. I don't hate Stranger Things. I just don't watch Stranger Things. So I can't say that I'm a fan of her from that. So yeah, sorry, Millie Bobby Brown, but you're on my hate list and there's nothing I can do about it um, because I'm not changing my opinion. Anyways, next up, Lord, the musician. Um, also Lana Del Rey. Um, those two kind of go hand in hand. I've tried my best 
to listen to them and I don't know what it is every single time I hear one of their songs I go is this Lord or is this Lana Del Rey and then somebody goes yeah and I go I fucking knew it because I can always tell because I don't like the music for some reason all of a sudden the mood in the room changes because fucking Lana Del Rey is on and I'm like I don't I don't like I don't like this I don't know why I don't like their music it's just something about it and I know that Lord and like Lana Del Rey have like bangers that like a lot of like gay people that I should like I'm a gay person I should like Lord and I should like Lana Del Rey but I just don't I just don't I don't know what it is about their music it's just not my style and I don't like their voices it's just not for me anyways next up rompers I fucking hate a romper they never fit right they're always they're always fucking either too long or too short and like when you're standing in them they fit differently than when you're sitting in them so like if a romper fits you really well while you're standing maybe while you're sitting it doesn't fit you quite right and it just like bunches in all the wrong places and it's just it's like I feel like I'm wearing like a onesie and I just don't like it I feel so constricted I I hate it plus when you have to go to the bathroom you have to take everything off and it's it's whole fucking hassle I just not a fan of rompers rompers mm -mm. big zero from me zero out of ten Plus, I don't think that they're flattering. I don't think a romper looks good on anyone. I think it it just looks ugly. Unless you, like, dress it up with, like, a belt and, like, other shit, then maybe. But most rompers just look ugly. Um, Jumpsuits are a different story because those have long legs. And I think that you can do a jumpsuit right. But I still... The the romper rule still applies. Because it's still the one piece. And I still don't... I, I don't know how to... I don't know how I feel about, like, jumpsuits. So that that's that's in the the limbo in my opinion, in my opinion categories. It's in limbo. It's it's something that exists, but I don't really have an opinion on it. Next up, women's shorts, specifically women's shorts, because I like men's shorts because they go to a good length. Like, I'm tired of fucking the only option for, like, women's shorts. The only thing that fits me, because obviously, like, a lot of men's shorts don't fit me, unless they're, like, stretchy waistband shorts, and they're, like, 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 like those, you know, like those shorts that I, I always call them my gay shorts because they make me feel like a lesbian. Um, but they're like cut off sweatpants kind of shorts. I like those. I like, um, like I've got these, like, I don't even know. They're like made out of like parachute material. They're like, like long, go to my knee length, like, like poofy out shorts and I like those but I'm tired of women's shorts all the ones where like I feel like my ass is hanging out at the end and like every single time no matter what pair of shorts I get it's either they're ugly and then I feel comfortable in them or they're like cute but my ass is falling out and my mom's being like you look like a whore in those so there's no way to win and they're always uncomfortable they're always too tight and they're always just the absolute fucking worst women's shorts are just the the worst that's why in the summer you will never catch me wearing shorts because i don't own a single pair unless they're men's shorts and they're like stretchy elastic waistband type shorts because i just shorts and me do not get along i've had so i've tried i've tried it because i kind i like the way i look in shorts but i don't like the way i feel in shorts if you get me it's just it's it's a difficult situation Shorts and me, we're not friends, unfortunately. Um, next up, the mom friend or the dad friend. Because that's just really just short, like, like that's just an abbreviation for the only responsible person in the group and the person who has to take care of everyone else. Because I've been the mom friend or the dad friend in so many situations, and it literally just means that I'm the only person who's taking control in a situation. Like, every time I'm the dad friend, I'm the one who's looking up directions to places. I'm the one who's figuring out when we're going to eat. I'm the one who's figuring out how much it costs for gas. Like, every time I'm the mom friend, I'm the one who has the tissues, who has, like, the snacks, because I know that somebody's going to fucking need a snack at some point because somebody's going to have not eaten in the morning and they're going to be hungry and feeling like they're going to pass out. So I always bring a snack because somebody's going to need it. And I'm like, just the mom friend, it, it, it used, I don't it, it was a trend for a while on like TikTok where it would be like, oh, like the mom friend and then all of the other people. And it's like, that's just the responsible person. Like, it's not the mom friend. It's just the, the only responsible person in the friend group. Sorry to say it, but it is. Um, Anyways, next up, these are clothing. Again, skinny jeans speaks for itself. I'm not going to get into it. They're uncomfortable. They look ugly. They're just something that we should leave in the past and never, ever bring back. Same thing goes for jeggings. Do you know what jeggings are? Jean leggings. 
fucking ugly, horrid things that I wore for all of middle school, and they would always get stretched out, and they would not fit me right, and they would always slide down, and I hated them, and I hated texture of them. I hated so much about them. They were ugly. I didn't like the way they looked on me. Just nothing about it was flattering. Jeggings are fucking awful, and they'd always come in these ugly colors. Like, you can get them in neon pink and shit, and oh my god, ugh. it just reminds me of middle school and it's just not cute i do not like jeggings i don't even think they make jeggings anymore because they're just a thing of the past um secondly i hate theater kids but we'll get to the second chance ones and then maybe we'll have a discourse um i hate a specific kind of theater kid the theater kid who makes theater their entire personality and who is convinced that they're going to be on broadway like there's another thing there's a difference between actually putting in the effort and being like oh I want to be on Broadway so I'm going to like take singing lessons and practice like every single day and blah 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 blah. but like I'm talking about the theater kids that are like singing in the hallways and shit like the fucking like what weirdos who have absolutely no like social awareness and just like to be annoying and they think that everything about theater is interesting to everyone else around them when it's really not or the people that make drama in theater, because I've met so many theater kids that are like, well, she got the lead, so I hate her now. And it's like, dude, what the fuck? It's it's literally high school theater. Like, what are you, what are you getting mad about? There's no point. And like all the drama that would be surrounded. That's why I don't like theater kids. It's because of the fucking drama that follows it around. Anyways, next up. Minimalism. I don't like it. I don't like it. I like having lots of things. Why is that a problem? Can I just have lots of things? I don't understand. Like, why, why are we constantly getting rid of things? What if I want that? What, what, like, why would I? I have, like, 17 chapsticks. I want all of them. I don't want to get rid of them. They all work perfectly fine. Why would I get rid of them? It's like, I hate minimalism when it's, like, getting rid of things that work. Where it's like, it, it's like oh, you have, like, four blankets on your bed? You only need one. Wh- why? No, I want four. Give me four. I want four blankets on my bed. Why would I? Where are these other blankets going? I I want to keep them. Excuse me. Give me my blankets back. You know, that's what, I don't understand minimalism. It's like if you're furnishing a new apartment and you're starting from nothing, then fucking go at it with minimalism. Fuck it up with minimalism. I don't care. Do whatever you want. Cause then you can just be like, oh yeah, we've got a couch on the ground. Cool. It's minimalist. Oh, we've got a mattress with no box spring or, you know, bedposts. That's fine. It's minimalism. Like, that's that's fine. I'm But I'm talking about minimalism where it's like, get rid of the shit that you already have and just, like, donate it to fucking the local charity shop or whatever. Like, I don't like that kind of minimalism because it feels like I'm losing things because I am. Because I'm physically giving away things that I already have. I just just don't like that kind of minimalism. Plus, I just, I like having lots of things that remind me of, like, times in my life. Like, I'm, I'm a, an emotional hoarder, whereas I, like, where I hoard things that I have an emotional attachment to. Like, I have so many old, broken cameras that I don't use. But I like to have them because I think they're cool and I like the way that they look. And I'm like, why would I get rid of them from minimalism? No, I'm not going to feel any more whole when I lose those things. If anything, I'm going to be like, where did all my cameras go? I now have no cameras. And it would just be stupid. Like, it's nice to have a ton of shit because it's just it's just better. I'll get into it more when I talk about things that I love. Because maximalism is on there and that's the complete opposite of minimalism. We'll get into it. Secondly, or not secondly, this is like 45th. I don't know. Math. Fucking hate math. Math is fake. Um... Not to sound like a fucking conspiracy theorist, but I fucking hate math. And you know why? Because none of those numbers make sense to my brain. I did math for all 12 years of high school, and every single second of it, I hated it. I hated it, I hated it, I hated it. It was so fucking tormenting and awful, and the number of times that I cried during a test, I can't even count it on my fingers. It's probably in the 50s. I, it's ridiculous. I would go into class I would go in during lunch for extra help with my math because I just didn't understand it because the numbers never made sense to me and they still don't make sense to me like someone starts mentioning numbers like or percentages or anything anything math related and I immediately shut down because I just don't know how to deal with it plus it doesn't help that when I was a child in my formative years I was forced to do this thing called extra math extra math if you've ever heard of it it's a website where they do 
timed equations and you had to do math with a timer and if you didn't do things by the end of the timer then it would get angry at you and you'd have to start back over from the beginning it was fucking hell for my little like nine-year-old brain i can't even explain to you the damage that that website has done to me i am going to sue extra math one day when i am rich i'm going to sue extra math for all of the fucking trauma it has caused me because I swear to God, that's the reason I can't do math. Because every single time I look at an equation, I think if there's a timer going and I'm like, fuck, I got to get this done now. And I'm like, and then I just fucking hurry up and do it wrong because I don't care. Like, that's the other thing about math is every single time I'm doing a math equation, I just don't care because I'm like, what is the consequence if I get it wrong? I get it wrong. Okay, so what? Move on. I got a math question wrong. Can we talk about fucking economics or something i don't know let's do something more interesting something that will actually make my brain work because right now looking at these numbers my brain is not working it's literally turned off every single brain cell in my head Ugh. fucking hate math if you love math or maths for you british people i'll say maths for you british people um because i know that some of you british people are listening hello british people shout out to you um but maths fucking burns my brain i hate it i hate it so much anytime somebody mentions it around me it just starts a fire in my stomach and i i hate it but i'm gonna move on because other i could go on about math for ages and i'm not going to because i've got lots of other things to go on about for ages secondly why do i keep saying that secondly this isn't second this is one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteenth fifteenth people who say that they're not a cat person hear me out I get it if you like dogs. I get it. I get it. Okay? I get it if you like dogs. You can be a dog person. But if you say that you're specifically not a cat person, immediate no. Immediate no for me. I don't want you anywhere near me. Don't come near me or my cat Scooby because she doesn't want to be near you either, you bitch. Sorry. I really don't like people that say that they're not a cat person. Because I go, you've just... And then I ask them, I go, have you ever had a cat? And they go, no. And I go, then how do you know that you're not a cat person? And they're like, every time I've met a cat, I just don't get along with it i'm like yeah because you're a fucking dog person and you pet a cat like a dog you just don't know anything about cats just admit it that you don't know anything about cats and that you only know how to pet dogs because cats are not dogs that's why i also hate the comparison of being like are you a cat or a dog person because cats are not dogs and dogs are not cats why are we comparing them they're not the same they'd be like are you a dog person or a bird person nobody says that because it doesn't they're different things they're different things and they require different needs cats and dogs require different things different needs they're not the same thing why do we constantly compare them why i don't understand it's ridiculous but people who say they're not a cat person just get a cat and then suddenly you'll become a cat person you'll be like oh my god i was so wrong and i'll be like i told you so because everybody's a cat person when you have a cat just saying if you have a cat and you're not a cat person fair dues i'm not gonna i'm not gonna fuck with you then then i'll be like you know what okay cool chill maybe you had a shit cat maybe that cat that you had when you were a child was just a bitch to you and you just don't like cats okay fair enough but if you've never had a cat and you say that you're not a cat person mm, fuck right off next up emotional immaturity in adults that's a big one it's a big one and it's very broad but it's also very specific at the same time because there's so many people so many adults that I've met that are more childish than me, a 19-year-old, and I'm like, why the fuck are you the one in charge here when I know so much more than you about dealing situ- like with emotional situations? Like, I've had so many managers at work where I've worked at minimum wage jobs where the managers are literal children. Or, like, I had my cheer coaches when I was, at, like, in high school and I was, like, a child. They would literally act like the preteen high school girls that they were coaching and they would talk shit about the people on the team i was like dude you're the coach you're a whole ass adult what are you doing like oh shit like that just pisses me off i get so angry about it because i'm like why are you the way that you are can you stop like i'm like who didn't bully you when you were in middle school to make you come out this way why like everybody needs to be bullied at least a little bit in my opinion i was bullied and i stand by it I was bullied quite a bit, and I think it's made me a better person, just saying. Not saying that you should bully people. Don't bully people. I'm not saying that you bully people. Don't bully people. Don't take that the wrong way. But I am saying that trauma, if you work through it, then you can kind of learn from it. And sometimes it's not always a bad thing. I have a lot of trauma, and I've worked through a lot of it, and I think I've learned quite a bit. And I think that's why I'm so much more emotionally mature than a lot of the fucking adults around me. Anyways, next up, puzzles fucking hate puzzles you know why because when i get a puzzle 
that's the only thing that's on my mind. I sit there and I'm like, the only thing I can do right now, I don't know what it is in my brain. It's one of the fucking illnesses that I have. It's something about it. The second that that puzzle is opened, I have to finish it immediately. I can't do anything until that puzzle is finished. I can't sleep. I can't eat. I can't go to the bathroom. No, that puzzle needs to be finished immediately. I literally, I got one puzzle as a gift and it took me three days. It was a like 2,500 piece puzzle. I did it in three days on my desk in my old accommodation and it was all that I did. I woke up and I did the puzzle all day while listening to a podcast and that's it. That's all I did for three days. Just the puzzle. I literally didn't leave my room for three days. All I did was the fucking puzzle and when I finished the puzzle I felt like my life was incomplete because I was like what the fuck am I supposed to do now now that I finished this puzzle. So what I'm saying is don't ever gift me a puzzle. I'm sorry if you've gifted me a puzzle in the past. Uh I probably obsessed over it and it's probably finished somewhere and glued together because I glue my puzzles together when they're done because I never ever want to do them ever again. Um, next up, <laughs> um, quick turnaround here, big cities. This was a hard one because there are some admirable qualities about big cities that I do enjoy, but there's also a lot of things that I don't enjoy about big cities. Big cities, one, the fact that you never feel safe. I never feel safe when I'm in a big city. I feel like every single person is out to murder me. I feel like there could be a serial killer around every corner. There's just too many people. It's always crowded. I'm always stressed out. It's the traffic is always bad. Like it's just it's not where I like to be. I like I enjoy I enjoy being in a city but not like a big city. Like I hate London. I hate London because it's too big. There's too many people. There's too much going on. It's just constant like stimulation overload. And I just don't like it. But when I'm in like the countryside or something, it's so nice because it's peaceful and there's not too many stimulants and I can enjoy the nature. That's another thing about big cities. Na- big cities don't really have nature. They just have parks. But the par- even the parks, that's not nature because you don't get like big rolling hills. You just get a park and that's it. And, like, that's not enough for me. I need big rolling hills or I need mountains. I need just plains of fucking corn. I I don't know. I need something that is actual nature where I can chill out. Because in big cities, there's no place to chill out. It feels like everything is constantly going all the time. So I'm like, I feel like I can never relax when I'm in a big city. Anyways. (sighs) Big hate dating apps. I fucking hate dating apps. I hate them because nothing on there ever goes anywhere because everybody is always looking for something that the other person isn't. Like there's always somebody who's looking for a hookup who's talking to somebody who's looking for a long-term relationship and then they end up meeting and then it all goes to shit and then it's a waste of both people's fucking time. Like dating apps are literally just the biggest fucking waste of time because like you just don't like you never nothing successful ever comes out of dating apps. Nothing successful does, and it pisses me off, and I hate dating apps because there's so much fucking energy, and it's, like, it's so much energy to literally to look at a person and go, I don't like them, or I do like them. That's a lot of fucking energy, like, mentally, to have to be, like, do I, like, swiping left and right on what could potentially be, like, my future, like, partner, you know? Like, it's stressful, and I don't like it, and they're just the worst, and you meet the shittiest people on dating apps, and I just... I really don't like them. I really don't like them. Um, I'm also, I've been banned from dating apps for literally no fucking reason several times. I, I don't even have one single naked photo of me, even like nothing of me even in a bikini on my dating apps. Nothing like that. No, like nothing, no cleavage, nothing. It's all very tame and I still get banned and I don't know why. I don't know why. It pisses me off. So I I fucking hate dating apps. Done away with them. I'm not going to go on a dating app anytime soon. This is me saying that now, but I probably will in the near future because I'm a lonely person and I'd like to go on dating apps to feel um, some kind of sort of connection with other people. Anyways, back to what I hate. Back to what I hate. Secondly, that is the third time I've said that. And I swear to God, if I say secondly one more fucking time, I'm going to slap myself in the face. Slap my fault. Fuck. Slap myself in the fucking face. Jesus Christ. (sighs) The last thing on my hate list is social media. I hate social media. I feel like this doesn't have to be explained because I could do an entire episode on why I hate social media, but I hate it for all of the reasons where it keeps me in contact with people that I don't necessarily want to be in contact with, and it makes me see things that I don't want to see, like pictures of people from my high school's ass on my for- my fucking feed because they're posting bikini pictures and it's just a straight up ass pic. And I'm like, I I don't want to see that. Like there's so many people that I've unfollowed on Instagram and you know, other places, um, where I've been like, I don't want to see pictures of you half naked on a beach. I'm sorry. Like, I'm like, 
because it's always like posing and like like I love I love women I love women I know this feels like I've taken a right turn but I love women but at the same time I also don't want to see you half naked on my feed whenever I'm just scrolling through things I just like seeing memes I'm sorry like I I just don't want to see a meme and then the next thing be your ass on my feed like if that makes you feel empowered fucking post that shit I don't care I don't care what you post I just don't want to see it you know that's what I'm trying to say anyways we're moving on to things that you should give give them a second chance give them a second chance there's not a ton of these because there's 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 just not a ton of things in real life that I think should be given a second chance um first thing velcro shoes I recently got a pair of velcro shoes and they're my most favorite thing in the entire world because I love the sound of putting them on and taking them off and how easy it is and how cool I feel wearing them I think velcro shoes are so sick I think they're the absolute dopest fucking shoes you can have. I think you look so cool in them. I know that it makes you kind of look like a toddler, but I don't care because I like my Velcro shoes and I like how easy it is and how quickly I can put them on and take them off. So fuck you if you like lacing up your shoes. I like my Velcro shoes. Um, another thing, this is actually secondly. I, I almost said secondly, but then I stopped myself. But this is actually secondly, so I can say secondly. Secondly, shots instead of mixed drinks. I think you need to give it, a sh- like, a second chance. Because listen, 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 listen. You're only paying for the alcohol. You're not paying for the other sugary shit that they put in it, like Coke or whatever, like lemonade, whatever your drink of choice is. If you're just getting the shots, you're getting a- as drunk as you would if you were to get a mixed drink, but it's less liquid that you have to down, less for you to throw up later, and it doesn't make you sick. Because I swear, every single time that I've ever gotten mixed drinks, I always end up throwing up. Because it's, it's because of the sugary shit they mix it with that that fucks up my stomach if i'm just doing straight shots of vodka i don't throw up i know that that sounds insane and i know that that sounds not true but it is true for some fucking reason and i'm just saying give it a chance maybe just go to the bar and be like can i get two shots of vodka and just fucking down both of them and then there you go then you're not drinking a drink for this like whole ages for like and then get like a water or something if you really like feel the need to have a drink with you because like all, like i will literally go to the bar and i'll be like can i have two shots of vodka please and then i'll go shot shot take them down and then i'll just chase it with some water and then i'll sit at the table and i'll drink my water with my friends who are drinking pints of beer and i'm perfectly happy and i'm just drunk way faster it's so much more efficient it just it makes more sense it, it 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 just makes so much more sense and people are like oh but it tastes bad you get over it you get over it alcohol tastes bad the first time you have it and then you get over it beer tastes disgusting the first time you have it and then you continue to drink it and then you get over it you'll get over it if you keep taking shots and don't do mixed drinks like right like i could easily take three shots of vodka in a row and i wouldn't fucking bat an eye because it's just maybe I'm an alcoholic I'm not I don't I don't drink I haven't drank in a month um and for as a college student that is quite that is quite the triumph for not having drank in a month that is I've had a dry December slash January um especially considering it was the holiday season and I easily could have drank something anyways tangent um but yeah shots instead of mixed drinks just try it out just give it a chance because it's more effective and you spend less money and you're more hydrated at the end of the night because you always end up getting a water to chase it and then you end up drinking water and then you don't throw up you don't get a hangover either it's fucking amazing it's literally the best thing ever i'm not even kidding like drinking water after you've like having a drink like a glass like a glass of water after you've taken a couple shots and just chugging that thing instead of like a mixed drink with lemonade you're not gonna be hung over the next day it's my my fucking little secret just do shots and then drink water after, and you will always be hydrated, and you won't throw up, and you won't get a hangover. It's literally the best thing ever. Just just try it. Shots instead of mixed drinks. That's what I'm saying. Another thing to give a second chance. I'm kind of wavy on this. I go in and out of phases, but coconut? If you're allergic to coconut, get out of here. This isn't for you. Um, but like coconut in like candy. I really I really like the texture of it. Like if you've ever, what, what the fuck are those, those coconut chocolate almond it's got like an almond in it i don't really like the almond but like the coconut bar it's like it's like coconut covered in chocolate with like an almond on top and i don't like the almond the almond can go but the i like the texture of the coconut like shavings 
I don't like coconut milk. Coconut milk genuinely makes me feel ill. Every time I've, I've drank it once and I immediately spit it out because I was like, that's the most rank thing I've ever tasted in my entire life. Fucking disgusting. Ew. Um, don't like coconut water, but coconut shavings, like if there's like a little coconut shavings on top of something and somebody's like, ew, I don't want it. It's got coconut on it. Why? Why do you hate coconut so much? Stop hating on coconut. It's not that bad. Coconut's cool. It's come from palm trees. Like, come on, give it a chance. Anyways, this is a calling card back to theater kids. People, you should give a second chance. Band kids. Okay. I know, I know it's, I know it's controversial. I know it's very controversial. I understand that. But some band kids are really in there to just play music, and that's it. And they're not there for all the weird fucking sex in the fucking playrooms. Like, the, like it, it, there are band kids, and then there are band kids. Band kids who do all the weird shit and fucking run around with chairs on their heads and running into drums, that, those people, okay, they can stay away. But band kids... The kids who, like, dedicate, like, lots and lots of time to practicing, to playing music really well, that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. Like, you're talented at an instrument that very few people, like, somebody who plays the flute really, really well. Not many people can do that. That's pretty cool. And if you spend your time, you actually, if you actually have the, like, wherewithal to sit down at home and put some time into practicing on an instrument that very few people can play, and then you do it well in a group... As, as a band that's that shit's cool as hell i think that's i think that's super cool and i think that those kinds of band kids shouldn't get shit on because that's cool and that takes dedication and th- that takes dedication that i don't necessarily have so i think that those kinds of band kids are cool so that's my opinion on that next up sitting in silence with people especially your close friends you're not close friends if you can't sit in silence with them i'm sorry you're not it's it's it takes us you have to reach a certain level in a friendship to be able to sit in silence with somebody and it be comfortable because if you feel like you have to constantly be talking that like i've met people who literally every time there's a silence they feel like they have to fill it and i'm like can we just sit in silence like can we like everybody else in the car is fine with sitting in silence except for you can we just not talk and they're just like no i need to be talking i can't stand silence and i'm like maybe you should stand silence no more sitting on silence. Let's stand for silence, okay? Come on. I think I think silence is a good thing. I also think it's a good sign in, like, a relationship or a friendship if you're able to sit in silence with somebody and just, like, do nothing. Like, if you're, like, in the same room and you're both just doing separate things, just, like, chilling in the presence of each other, I think that's pretty cool. So, yeah, sitting in silence. Give it a second chance if you've struggled with sitting in silence with people and you feel like you constantly need to be talking. <clears throat> Maybe just try it. Maybe just try, like, not talking for once. <laughs> that sounded rude, but, <laughs> I mean, it's it doesn't make it any less true. Just try it. Just give it a shot. Um, Another thing, another thing you should give a second chance, poetry. A lot of people just don't even try out poetry. I am an avid lover of poetry. I, I, I really like poetry, but a lot of people don't. And I can understand that because sometimes poetry is hard to understand and it's difficult. But there is some poetry out there that you read it and you feel like a whole new person when you read it. Like I've read some poems that I read and I'm like, oh my God, I feel like this was written for me. And I have this moment where I'm like, oh, I feel so seen. And it's such a good feeling that I want other people to read poetry and I want other people to get that same feeling because it's such a good feeling. And I'm like, I just, I think that poetry is just shit on as like this like pretentious, like, oh, only like weirdos read poetry whatever or only like really intense readers read poetry no you can like poetry books are short usually poetry books are small you could get a tiny little poetry book and you can flip through that whole thing in one day easy and it's like especially if you struggle with reading poetry books are great because they're like one page poems that are like double spaced if if not even triple spaced and they're like like get one of those like Rupi Kapoor, Rupi Kapoor, I think that's the author, like poetry books, that the poems aren't very great, but it will get you out of a reading rut if you're in a reading rut where you like get stuck and you don't feel like reading anything and you just can't find the motivation to read. Read a poetry book because it goes super quickly. You feel like you accomplished something and you're reading poetry at the same time. And it's like sometimes maybe even in Rupi Kapoor poems, which I don't really love, they're not my kind of thing, maybe you'll find a poem that you really resonate with and you're like, oh, I actually really like this and I really like the words that somebody has written down on this piece of paper and I am going to treasure it and maybe take a picture of it and maybe share it somewhere because I think that these words are special and I like them. 
that's what poetry is just special words that people like um anyways the last thing on my give it a second chance list is controversial it's controversial and i know why but hear me out scott pilgrim versus the world if you ha- <clears throat> if you haven't seen it go watch it it's a great fucking film the reason why people don't like it is because one of the, char- the there's the several reasons one of them is there's a manic pixie dream girl in it and apparently like the the big thing about it is that people think that it gives men the wrong idea of what a girl should be or like what uh, a person should be in a relationship i don't know i i think it's bullshit I, it's cinema like there's gonna be shit characters in cinema like you don't watch like a like a fucking the like jeffrey dahmer things and be like hey this is an example of what men should be like no 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 obviously like it, it's i'm trying to explain it in a good way but i can't because just scott pilgrim versus the world is a good film and it always every time i there's been so many situations where i've put it on and people either love it or they hate it and they'll they'll like the hate people will be like oh my god is this scott pilgrim you know he's a pedophile and i go okay yeah that's great he's a pedophile but it's still a great fucking film and it's not like it isn't shown that he's like he's he doesn't ever have sex with someone who's under the age of um consent he doesn't ever he doesn't even have any sexual relations with the other girl at all so i mean technically he's not a pedophile even though he is 22 dating a 17 year old yes i understand that that is a gray line and it's weird and it's hard to take an opinion on that but i like the film so i'm just gonna stand on one side of that gray line and say that um it's okay and as long as he didn't do any sexy things with her then it's fine because you know legally that's kind of how that that works um but i love scott pilgrim versus the world i think it's a great film and i hate when people are like oh turn it off because like of this one factor or like oh i hate like the way that ramona is portrayed like ramona ramona flowers she's like one of the characters in it if you haven't seen it um and they're like oh yeah ramona sets like a bad example for like women and i'm like well just don't look to her as an example then just don't look at ramona as a fucking example of what a woman should be because maybe she's not she's got issues so do so many characters in fucking films you don't look at every single character in a film and go that person's gonna be the person that i want to be like like you know i wish you could see my hand motions because i'm fucking pointing and my hands are going all over the place it's ridiculous um but yeah scott pilgrim versus the world i I've, I was in a room watching it, and then one person came in and went, oh, is this Scott Pilgrim vs. the World? And I went, yeah, and they went, fuck yeah. And I was like, hell yeah, somebody who actually, who also loves Scott Pilgrim vs. the World and doesn't care about all, like, the bad shit about it. And then another person came in the room and was, was like, are you watching Scott Pilgrim vs. the World? And I was like, fuck yeah. And they were like, oh, hell yeah, I love that film. And there was nothing better than being in a room full of people who also loved Scott Pilgrim just as much as I did and didn't have anything bad to say about it. It was so nice. That's why I'm like... Give Scott Pilgrim vs. the World a second chance because you could be in a room full of people fucking enjoying a good film and that film could be Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Anyways, let's move on to the things that I love. Um, I need to get a sip of water. So hear the clanking of my water. Um, Momentary break. I moved the mic away while I was swallowing because, ew, I don't like mouth noises. That's something that I could have put on the I hate list, but... That's just me having misophonia and not being able to deal with sounds of mouth noises. Um, Anyways, I love shared playlists. Shared playlists is one of the things, shared playlists on Spotify specifically, because I love being able to add music to a playlist and just like have a shared playlist with one of my friends that we just constantly are adding shit to. And like, you can literally see the history of our friendship in the songs that we've added because you can go all the way back to the beginning and see the song that you added in the beginning like two years ago and then see the song that you've added now. And it's so fun, especially if you keep up with it. Like if you have a shared playlist and you're constantly like adding new songs to it and like listening to it and shit, like that's that's cool. I fucking love that. And I love that that's a thing that you can do because it's like, like, you can send people songs, or you can have a shared playlist where you can listen to the songs that, like, that your friend has added and they, that they like, that they think you'll like, and then you can also listen to it shuffled with some of the songs that you already like. I think it's a great fucking invention, and I think Spotify is fucking brilliant for creating that. Another thing, you're gonna hate me for this, maybe, but I love gatekeeping artists, like Spotify artists, like, because I, I, I love having, like, my special little, I like the way that I describe it, my special little thing. I like, I love having special little things. And to me, like sometimes music artists are my special little thing. And when my special little thing 
gets a little too big and too many people start knowing about it, it makes me a little sad because I'm like, oh, this was, I thought this was mine. Like, even though I know it's not mine because it's like, like, so this person has like 267,000 listeners on Spotify. It still feels like my little thing because I'm the only person in my like friend group that knows about it and that listens to it. And like, if I share it with somebody else, I, like I'll share it with them hoping that they like it. So I'm not like, I'm not really, I guess I'm not really gatekeeping, but like, I don't like, like, I'm not going to go and like, like, I just don't like when an artist gets that I knew from when it was little gets absolutely massive and changes completely because it makes me sad. <clears throat> it makes me sad because um, there there's artists like the Rex that I saw when I was 15 and I saw them in concert and they were fucking amazing. And now that they're a lot bigger now their whole sound has changed and they're like way more pop focused now and all of their music is just shit and I just don't like it anymore and it makes me so sad because the Rex used to be my little special thing and now they're not anymore so anyways that's my opinion on gatekeeping artists um another thing I love my podcast hello you're listening to it right now I love it so fucking much because I get to talk at absolutely no one for literally however fucking long I want and no one can tell me otherwise and it's literally me sitting alone in my room just talking to myself and it's fucking great sometimes my cat is here right now Scooby is in a different country than me unfortunately um usually she's here for the podcast and she has something to say but unfortunately she is not with me today she is in a different country but I love my fucking podcast it's so great I love everyone who listens if you listen you're a fucking homie because like I, I do, like, I I want to say that I don't put in a ton of effort to the podcast, but I do put in, like, a decent amount of effort. Like, I like to post on Instagram when I post new episodes, and I like to keep up with things. Like, I like to, I like to entertain. Entertaining is my talent. Entertaining is my gift, and I love being able to entertain by just talking to myself in my room about my issues and just, like, random shit, and other people listening and being like, oh, I really liked what you talked about on the podcast, blah, 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 blah. I find that really, really, really fulfilling, and I really enjoy that. So thank you to everyone who listens to this podcast, because you make my absolute fucking day. Um, next, um, I just talked about this. I love cats, and cat everything, and my cats. Um, sorry my voice keeps <coughs> cutting out. I just have, like, a little leftover of a cold, and it keeps on choking back in my throat. So I will try to keep the ahems to a minimum. I just checked the time and the, how long I've been recording, and this has been 42 minutes so far. So um, I'm not going to apologize for the length, because I think I really like listening to long like long podcasts, like podcasts that are over 40 minutes long, because I think that those are really entertaining. Um, and I it just gives me something to do, because it's good to listen to. Another thing I love, podcasts. I love, I love listening to podcasts, because it gives me something to listen to while I'm doing something. Like, if I'm cleaning my room, then I have something to listen to, so I feel like I'm being productive in two ways, instead of just one, and it's really nice. Plus, I just love listening to people's voices. I love listening to people talk. I've always loved listening to people talk, even if it's just, like, somebody talking at me in person. Like, I just love listening to people talk, because I find it so interesting, and it's just, like, it's really comforting to hear somebody talking and I think I find comfort in listening to people's voices and so like I even like even with like living in my house like where I live in Manchester I live like on a main street so I can hear people like like chatter as they walk by and I love that I can hear that it's like one of my favorite things like I do like the silence that I get when I'm home like home at my home in the states but like it's not the same it, I love just hearing the chatter and I think it's because I grew up with my parents like downstairs chatting like ha having the tv on and stuff and like falling asleep to the sound of like chatter and the tv on and I've always like just that's just the way that I've always been so I just I, I just love it um I got kind of off topic but cats cat everything I love everything to be cats you know what if I could have a cat blanket I would if I could have a fucking cat shaped mattress I would like everything cat I love cat books cat little like there was there were these little like things that I saw on TikTok where it was like a little like a key hanger and you hang your keys on it and then a little cat pop, pops out of the top when you hang your keys on it and then when you take your keys off the cat goes back into the box it was fucking adorable I love it cats everything everything should be cat themed like why the fuck not cat mugs hell yeah like cat themed speakers why the fuck not cat themed everything I love cats and I am unashamed of it I have so many cat tattoos I have one two three four I have four cat tattoos out of the like 11 that I have I've no five I have five cat tattoos it, it says cat in it it doesn't have a picture of a cat but it has 
cat in it. So I think it counts. But yeah, I don't feel like I need to explain that one because I just, I love cats. And like some people don't love cats, but I love cats and I'm fine with having everything in my room be cat themed, even though it's not. But like, if everything in my room could be cat themed, fuck yeah. I think I would get a little tired of cats at that point, but like every once in a while having something that's cat themed, I love it. I I always love it. If something, like somebody bought me, my friend McKenna, she bought me cat themed little book tabs to put in my books, like when I'm like annotating and shit. And I fucking love them. I love them so much that I feel bad using them and they're meant to be used. I know that, but like, I'm like every single time I use them, I'm like, should I use this one or should I use this one? Because I like this one a bit more than this one, but I don't want, but I want to use the one that I like least more because then that will run out first and then I'll have the one that I like for longer. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, but I love cat themed everything. Anyways, moving on to the next thing, 2000s to 2017 pop music. That is the era of pop music that I fucking dig i love it so fucking much i have an entire playlist of all the songs that i listened to basically in my formative years like any like the songs that i listened to growing up basically i love that kind of music and it's not it's not made today people don't make music like that anymore because it was an era and that's like just that music will be always stuck to that era and like that's why there's 80s music and that's why there's 90s music and 70s music because it's it's music that's specific to a certain era of time and that's it's just always going to be that way but i love that fucking music i think it just hits so fucking good like anything by train anything by the plain white tees fucking that shit bangs man stereo hearts that song is the best song ever written i swear to fucking god i will sing that song at the top of my lungs every single time that i fucking hear it because it is so good um I'm gonna move on because <laughs> I could talk about pop music for so long. I could name every single song that I love and I could. Cooler Than Me by fucking Mike Posner. Fucking bangs, dude. So good. Um, anyways, next up, vintage dresses and having things just to have them. These kind of go hand in hand because I have a lot of vintage dresses that I have just to have them. I don't wear them unless I'm wearing them around in my room. I don't wear them two places unless I feel like I want to. But most of the time, I usually just sit in my room wearing them. And it's so fun to me. I love to just have them because I feel like a little pretty princess when I'm wearing them. Like, it's so fun to me to get my 80s prom dress that I have and put it on and put a little tiara on and be like, oh my god, I'm a little, like, I'm prom queen. I'm prom queen in an 80s movie. Like, it's so fun. I love having that. Also, just having things just to have them. I love to just have things, like books. I love just to have so many books around me. Something about having books around me is just so comforting. It's such a nice feeling. I love it so much. Like, even if I'm not going to be reading those books, I like to have them around me, and I like to just have things to have them. Like, my mom will be like, get rid of the books that you're not reading. You don't need them. And I'm like, no, I like having them. I like having them to have them. I don't need to have a reason. I don't need to, like, they don't need to, I don't need to have everything in my life have a use. Like, some things I can have for just decoration. So many things in my life are just decoration. Like, my cameras that I was talking about earlier they have no use because they're broken and they're old but they're pretty and I like to have them and I don't want to get rid of them just because they're broken I like having them and there's nothing wrong with that I'm getting up to turn my heater off because it's getting fucking toasty in here and I'm fucking roasting my ass off god hopefully I won't melt Ugh, not the wicked witch but I might be in soul anyways at least I'm not green um but anyways yeah having things just to have them I I think I think that it's fine. And this goes hand in hand with maximalism, which is the next thing on the list. Um, because I just, I like having lots of things and I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. And I hate people that are like, you need to get rid of some things. It's too cluttered in here. And I'm like, no, it's not too cluttered in here. All of my favorite things are in here. Don't tell me to get rid of things because I like them. And I'm very specific about the things that I have. And all of my things are special to me. Like I have a little cow that sits on my heater back home in Manchester, and I fucking love that cow. Her name is Bufta, um, after beef in French. Beef in French is boeuf, um, and so I said Bufta. Her name is Bufta, and I fucking love her. And people be like, why do you have a little plastic cow? And I go, because. Why would I not have a little plastic cow? I want a plastic cow, so I have one. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't need to get rid of it because it has no use. I have it. It, The use is that it makes me happy. (laughs) That's that's how I feel about that. Um, Moving on, road trips. I fucking love a road trip. I love a road trip. There's nothing better than being a passenger on a road trip, but also I do love driving on road trips, especially if it's driving on a road trip that's in the States because like a United States road trip is mostly driving on straight roads and like just like highways and shit. If you're in the UK, a road trip is like kind of a pain in the ass because you've got to go on these, all these curvy ass roads and you got to be driving in your stick shift car and 
it's a whole fucking or- ordeal. But road tripping with an automatic car in the U.S. is such an experience. It's so fun. I love going on week-long, like, my family, like, when I was probably, like, 14, I was like, I'm tired of this shit where we go nowhere on spring break. I want to go somewhere for spring break. And my mom was like, okay, if you plan a trip for spring break, then I will make it happen. And I was like, fuck yeah. So I planned a whole trip down to Tennessee, and we did all this fun shit along the way. We, like, stopped in Kentucky. We, like, saw shit in Kentucky, and then we went, and we went to Tennessee. We did fun things in Tennessee, and then on our way back, we, did like, did fun stuff in Ohio, and then we went all the way back to Illinois. It was great. It was a blast. It was so fucking fun. I was checking that I was still recording because I was concerned that I said stopped. <laughs> I'm almost at an hour. Hopefully this won't be an hour long, but at the same time, that'd be kind of fun because I don't have any hour-long episodes. And I love an hour-long episode. Who doesn't? I, I, I love them. Maybe some people don't like it. Anyways, back to this. Road trips. They're so fucking good. Like, I love, especially if it's a road trip where it's like a summer road trip and you can roll down the window and stick your head out the window. That's another thing I love. Sticking my head out of windows in cars. There's nothing fucking better than the feeling of wind on your face while you're driving in a car. If you're the driver, then it, okay, maybe don't stick your head out the window. That's probably not the safest thing that you can do. But if you're a passenger and you can just, like, turn the window down all the way and just lean your head out the window, oh my god. The num- if I could fall asleep with my head on, just, like, resting on the windowsill of the car with the window rolled down and the wind blowing in my face, it's the most calming fucking feeling in the world. It's so nice. And it's just... It's not talked about enough. I'm like, I I get why dogs stick their head out the window. It's so fucking fun. It's literally like top 10 best things that you could do in a car. Sticking your head out the window. So fun. Literally the best. Um, I'm going to move on from road trips. Well, actually, I kind of have more to say about road trips. I love road trips because you can see so much stuff along the way. Whereas if you're flying, you can't. Like if you're flying from one place to another, it's you get on the plane and then you get off the plane and you're there. When you're doing a road trip, you can pull over to the side of the road and be like, oh my god, look at this weird fucking statue. Like my family took a road trip, like our recent road trip, which would have been the 2021, like summer of 2021 road trip that we did. We went, what would that be? West? Yeah, we went west and we drove to um, Big Sky, Montana. And along the way, we just, there was so much random fucking, like, sculpture art in the middle of these fields. And, like, there was this big fucking cow that was, like, I think it was, how fucking tall was it? It must have been, like, like, 30 feet tall? No, it must have been more than that. It was, like, 50 feet tall. And it was just this random fucking statue of a cow on top of this mountain. It was not even a mountain. It was just a hill in the middle of nowhere. And my mom was, like, I want to see that fucking cow. And so my dad, like, pulled off the highway, and we drove up this, like, rickety little path to this fucking cow statue in the middle of nowhere. That's another thing that you just don't get in the UK or, like, in Europe is the random fucking statues everywhere. Why the fuck do we have so many random fucking statues of big-ass things in the US? I don't understand. Like, Wisconsin, everywhere you go, there's a big-ass statue of, like, some guy. Like, there's, like, like... What's that? I always think Bojack Horseman, but that's not... That's not the guy's name. It's, like, the... The lumber guy, the guy who cuts lumber, he's like some icon in some places, I guess. But there's a big statue of him somewhere in Wisconsin. And it's like, why why is that there? I don't know, but it is, and I fucking love it. Because there should be just random statues of shit everywhere. Why the fuck not? So that's why I love road trips, because you can stop in different places, and you can see so much more along the way than you can when you're flying places. Um, So I'll move on. This is kind of similar to road trips, but not quite... Um, singing in the car regardless of if there's passengers in it, um, I love doing that. I don't care if people don't want to hear me sing, I'm going to be singing. I'm sorry, especially if it's a song that I know well, I'm going to be singing that. I'm sorry, I, like, I literally can't sit in a car and hear a song that I, I know the words to and not sing it. At, at the very least, at the very least, I will mouth the words along to it. I loved COVID when it was like we had to wear masks because I would, I had long hair at the time and I would put an airpod in my one ear and I would just mouth the words along to like fucking rap songs and I would learn the words so fucking quickly because I would be learning them by like mouthing the words along to it and I'd be wearing a mask so nobody could tell that I was mouthing the words to a song while I was sitting in my fucking math class it was great I loved it 
I think singing along to songs in the car is just so fucking cathartic. It always makes me feel better. Singing just in general makes me feel better. So singing in the car is just like peak because it's so good and it's so fun because you can sing as loud as you fucking want and it doesn't matter because you're in the car and like if other pass, if people, nobody's going to hear you, if, especially if you're on the highway and you're like driving and you're just literally playing music just to pass the time because you're driving from one place to the next and playing music on full blast and just like scream singing to that nothing better in the entire world literally it's so good i've said that nothing better in the entire world about so many of the things on this list but there's so many good things in the world i'm just saying um <clears throat> next running around in open fields under fucking rated underrated under 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 underrated Sounded like just had a seizure there? No, I was just trying to emphasize it. Um, running around in fields like you're the main character in a movie, do it. I know that it seems like weird, but do it. Like the number of times I've gotten, like I've been like in the Peak District or like the Lake District or like the Yorkshire Dales, all of these very naturey, big open space kind of places. I even, even when I was in Wales, like the second that I see a big open space, I immediately run around and spin in circles like I'm in a fucking film because it feels so good. It feels so good. I don't know why it feels so good, but it just does. And I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, another thing on the list, little tiny lights, little tiny mood lighting. I love little tiny mood lighting. I think it's so good. I hate the big lights. You know, if I feel like I don't need to explain big lights because you know what a big light is if you've ever seen one it's the one in the ceiling like I hate those kinds of light fixtures because they always make the room feel so clinical and drab and ugly and unfriendly and I hate it but I love mood lighting and every time I'm in a room I always go you turn off the big light please put on the little lights I like the little lights better they make me feel safe um I never use the big light in my room at home or in Manchester because I I just I don't need to I don't want to. I have fun little twinkly lights that I I don't really like LED strips. Something about it. I just don't like the straight line across the ceiling. I just I'm just not a fan of it. I really like like Christmas lights. So like all of the lights that I have are like the kind of where they'd be like Christmas lights where you can like string them like they're like garlands or something. And I think that like the look of like the draped lights looks so much better than like an LED strip across the ceiling. I did have LED lights at my room in the, like Illinois back in the states um I say back in the states as if I'm not in the states currently I am still in the states I don't leave until Saturday um it's currently Thursday yeah um anyways I I have I had LED lights um they're still taped to my ceiling I believe because I started to peel it off and it peeled off the paint and I went you know what that is a problem for another day so I just left them up there and unplugged them um, and now I have my little string lights and they're so pretty and I love them and they just make my whole room feel like I'm in living in a Christmas tree and I love it. Um, and I can change them to whatever color I want. I can make them rainbow. I love that I can make them rainbow. Um, that's another thing is like, I don't know if you, you can probably with LED lights make them like different colors, but like, you know how on like Christmas lights, there's like each individual bulb. It's like <clears throat> each individual bulb will go a different color it's so pretty and I love it so much and it's so great and I just I think mood lighting is underrated I had to drink take a drink of water because I'm literally losing my voice because this is the most that I've talked in like weeks because I have no one to fucking talk to because <laughs> I'm stuck in my house in the fucking states where none of my friends are um anyways <laughs> back to what I was saying um mood lighting can come in so many different like the functions like I have a little like silicone cap thing that lights up rainbow and I think that's such a fun mood light I have um like an a neon on air sign that I have that I posted on the podcast Instagram if you want to see what it looks like um it's the mood lighting can come in so many different forms <clears throat> and I love that it can because like big lighting like ceiling lighting can only come in one form and that's the big light in the ceiling and that's it and I think it's ugly and I hate it and I just I just do away with it. I don't like it. It doesn't do anything for me. It just makes me feel ill. I just don't like it. Um, next on the list. Um, this is what... <coughs> oh my god, again, losing my voice. Let me just hack really violently really quick. I did it on pause so that you didn't have to hear it. Um, because it was, it was violent. And, you know, I don't want to cause any issues with listeners. Because I'm hacking violently into the microphone. I'm not going to do that. Um... But, okay, Pitch Perfect, the movie, I, I love that. 
I love that film. I'm not even kidding. Every single time I listen to the soundtrack, I get chills. It doesn't matter how many times. doesn't matter. I've seen that film genuinely. And like when I say genuinely, this is not me exaggerating. I've seen that film probably like 30 plus times and I will never get sick of it. I know it. I know every single line from it. I know every single song from it. I know like like the, even the songs that are not in the soundtrack that they sing, like the songs in the actual film that are by different artists. I know those songs as well. And I love them so much. And every single time I'm listening to them, all I can think of is Pitch Perfect. And it makes me want to watch the film again, because that movie is nothing but a comfort movie to me. And it's so good. It's such a good film. That's the thing. It has the perfect ending. It just... It ends so satisfyingly. The whole film is so great. The characters are amazing. I love the singing. I love the collegiate acapella, everything. I love the jokes. I love the people. It's just such a great fucking film. And I love it. And I, I've i never really experienced anyone shitting on Pitch Perfect. They, I've never had anybody be like, I hate that film. But I have had people be like, oh, really? Pitch Perfect? And I'm like, don't you dare slander Pitch Perfect in front of me or I swear to God. You will be on this floor dead in 10 seconds if you say anything bad about Pitch Perfect. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, Pitch Perfect. I really fucking love Pitch Perfect. Um, we're almost to the end of the list, which means we're almost to the end of the episode. But you know what? We're not quite there yet. We've got a couple more. Um, next on the list is having too many pillows and blankets. I love having way too much shit on my bed. Um, I don't know why. I It just makes it feel cozier and it makes it feel like a little, like, like, a cocoon. I love being able to cocoon myself in like seven blankets. There's nothing better than it. Like I like right now in my bed, I have one pillow, which is like an armchair pillow. I have the pillow that I sleep on, which is like my whale shark, like squishmallow type thing. I have a just like a regular throw pillow. Then I have this big, massive square pillow that I don't even use to sleep, but it's just there against the headboard so that I don't bang my head against it. Um, and then I have another like squishmallow like pillow, but it's just a circle. Um, but it's like the squishmallow material. So it's really nice and like squishy i don't know what it is about that those squishmallow materials but it's fucking cozy as hell and i love sleeping on it and it's really like delicate on my ear which is like nice because i just got my ear like pierced i just got like a, like a conch piercing and so i can't sleep on that side unless i'm sleeping on my little like squishmallow pillows because they're soft enough to where it like just cradles it just perfectly so it doesn't hurt um anyways that was a bit of a tangent but having too many blankets and pillows plus it's nice when somebody comes over and they're like they, they're not like oh the only blanket you have is the fucking duvet like i hate going to people's houses and the only thing that they have on their bed is their duvet and some pillows um excuse me more please what if you have guests give them a blanket you can like literally when people come into my room i'm like blanket pillow if you want another pillow here's another because i've got i think genuinely on my bed at home i have one two three four five six seven i have seven pillows on my bed back at home in manchester that's way more than any logic anyone would ever logically need. No, actually, I have eight because I have a long cat pillow. That's like it's like one of those like long. I, I moved the microphone away from my mouth as I did that long cat pillows that like people like use as like a body pillow kind of thing. But I just use it as like a little like kitty snake because I think it's cool and I like it. Um, but anyways, yeah, I have eight pillows on my bed and I think I have one, two, three, four, five, six, six blankets. Never, you can never have too many. You can literally never have too many. If somebody gave me another blanket, I'd be like, fuck yeah, another blanket for my bed. And even if I'm not using it, I just fold it up and I just tuck it up against the wall so that if somebody comes and they're like, oh, I need a blanket, I'm like, bam, got you. Like, it's just so nice. I fucking, I fucking love having so many blankets and pillows. There's literally nothing negative that comes from it. I like, and if I don't want the pillows on my bed, I just throw them on the floor. And then what do I do the next day? I pick them up and I put them back on the bed. And then I can throw them on the floor again when I go to back to bed. You know, the, it, I love it. There's nothing bad that comes from having too many pillows or blankets. That's what I have to say about that. Next on the list, classical music. I, I truly, like, there's some classical music that I don't vibe with. But, like, band music? Like, there's some fucking banger, banger band music. Like, band arrangements that, like, are on Spotify. That, like... You wouldn't, like, there's, like, <clears throat> like, Musetta Waltz number two. That thing is, like, it's very calming. It's very nice. But it's also just the best in the entire world. And, like, something about classical music just makes me feel like I'm in a really fucking dramatic movie. Especially if I'm listening to dramatic music. Um, like, just, 
I don't know what it is about it. It just, it's because it, it feels like a soundtrack to life. So anytime I'm listening to classical music while I'm like walking around and doing stuff, like if I'm going to class or something and I'm on, I'm, I'm on the bus listening to a fucking waltz, I feel like I'm in a film. It's so nice. It just, I feel like it, it literally just feels like I'm like setting a soundtrack to my life and it's so nice. And classical music is actually so good. If you really sit down and listen to some classical music and like there is some classical music out there that's just boring and like it just doesn't appeal to me. But there is so much classical music out there. Classical just meaning, like, arranged pieces for, like, band and stuff. Um, that's really fucking good. Like, Danzon number two, I think it is. Danzon number two. Um, it's D-A-N-Z-O-N number two. Um, so fucking good. If you're going to listen to it, listen to the Texas Wind Symphony uh, arrangement of it because it's fucking incredible. Um, the clarinet part at the beginning, I played once um i was supposed to play it at a band concert but then covid happened but i did practice it and i played it so uh, haha anyways <laughs> classical music is can can be so fucking good um <clears throat> la- the last thing on my list of i loves is certainly not the last thing that i love in the world but it's the last thing on my that's on my list that i have written down is dancing i fucking love dancing whether it be alone in my room listening to music on my fucking speaker or in a club there's nothing better than just moving my body. I love it. I love just moving my body to music. It's so fun. It, even if there is no music, just fucking dancing for the sake of it. It's so fun. It just, uh, like, I think some kind of chemical is released when you're dancing because it always, I always feel better afterwards. Like, every time that I'm, like, feeling like I'm in a, in a slump and I'm just feeling kind of like shit and I'm like, I want to get out of this before it gets worse, I get out of my bed I put on some music, some music that I can sing to and dance to, and I fucking sing along and I dance to it, and I always feel better afterwards. It never fails. It's so good. Literally, music, dancing, and singing, therapy. Therapy, 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 therapy. It's so easy. It's so good. More people should do it because it's just the fucking best. Um, But I think that's everything. That's everything on my list. That's everything that I have in my brain right now. The episode is now over an hour long. So I think that's probably a good place to stop it. Also, my voice is giving out. It just like suddenly decides to cut out every once in a while. So that's really lovely. Um, I hope that hasn't been an issue listening. Um, if you listen to this whole thing, fuck yeah. Love you. Like genuinely. That's amazing. Um, I hope you listen to the next episode. Um, if, if you're not following the podcast on Instagram, follow it at and other ramblings pod. Um, that's all I have for you today. I um, hope you listen to the next one. Love you. Bye. Mwah.